Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. episode of the arcade bros of course i am player one steve-o and i'm player two revenge lover and matthew is uh <clears throat> matthew uh basically got shot and we couldn't revive him in time so um he's not here this week yeah not enough phoenix downs yeah um sorry about that matthew we'll get you next week no no matthew's busy so he's got doing stuff so raven and i will be taking over the show which is funny because i was going to implement something new this week and matthew's not here to witness it um uh so hopefully people will uh you know be like hey steve did something new um of course you can find us at www.arcade-bros.com part of the 4i radio network for more great shows check out www.4iradio.com don't forget you can also listen to us on the website or you can go to 4iradio.com spreaker itunes stitcher zoom marketplace blackberry podcast blueberry podcast mirror guide double twist youtube swell radio and player fm and of course we're brought to you by amazon.com you can go to the sasquatch.net or hopefully soon we'll be implementing on other websites such as Arcade Dash Bros and Longbox Cast and Her Majesty's Secret Pod, where you can click on the Amazon banner, shop like you normally do, and then we get a little taste if you do. Um, and of course, we're also brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Do that right now. She's got some good work. In fact, I have to be like, um, I think I, uh, we, I think uh, not another B horror cast can use some uh, touch-ups on their logo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can get to it definitely for sure. No, no, I know you're swamped, and you know, so you're doing this thing, which is. It's so it's so Raven. You're just like creating life inside of you. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we jump into what we were playing this week and everything else, Raven, how's your how's your week been? It's been pretty relaxed, you know. A um, couple weeks ago on my maternity leave, so I've just kind of been like chillaxing, doing a couple of couple bits of client work here and there. But other than that, just trying not to stress and have my baby prematurely. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's good, though. I'm glad you're able to try and relax and stuff. So I'm not sure because I will never um, – I don't know if I'll ever become a father, but I know I'll never be pregnant. So how do this maternity – like how many weeks do you usually get off from this? I always think it's like four weeks, but it's, is it more, it's more than that, isn't it? It's like six weeks or so. It depends on – where you live, what mm -hmm. state and stuff. Oh, okay. um, and then there's other things you can do like disability mm. and you can tack that on if you need to. And of course, you know, if you're having a near death experience, having your child, you're of course going to have more maternity leave. Now, and you get, you get like, everyone gets money for this cause they really can't be like, Hey, you're having a kid, you lose your job kind of thing. That's like, they don't do that. Right. And they pay you a certain amount okay. to a certain percentage depending on your situation and stuff. Okay. I know. So Every, you lose a little bit of money. Everybody, everybody's sitting here going like, "Why are they? No, we want to know about video games. I don't care about this. I already know this, Steve. Just because you don't know this stuff." Um, <laughs> well, hey, you can play more video games while you're on maternity leave. There you except go. For the part where you have the baby. Have the baby. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe you'd be playing a DS on the way to the uh, 
you know, the hospital. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, not going to lie. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, actually what I was going to do this week, um, but Matthew isn't here, but I'll still do it. But, um, usually I've been like taking over the show and everything like that, but I was actually going to let like someone else take the reins for a bit and kind of, uh, you know, take over, you know, try to like move it around every week. You know, maybe Matthew does some stuff, you do some stuff, you know, um, cause I realize I talk way too much, I feel so. <laughs> I think both you and I talk a lot. So it's a good – like last show, I talked, I think, a good part of the show. Um, but, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I don't ever hear feedback from fans from any of my podcasts, so I really don't know how well we're doing. Um, talk to us. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, always hit us up on the Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook, you know, and stuff like that. If you ever have, like, hey, there's this game I've been playing you guys should check out or something like that. You know, recommendations and everything like that. Is always a good thing. Um, but of course, you and I, uh, looks like we didn't do that much gaming this week, except I did play one thing. Um, what did you play? Uh, one thing other than Borderlands. I just popped it on for a little bit while we were waiting or whatnot, but it took me forever because I had to do it. There was like a download for it, but uh, I guess it's called Zeros. Uh, it's a new one of the free Xbox Live. It's like Z Heroes, but it looks like it's supposed to be like Z Hero or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like it's a uh, two player uh, beat em up kind of style game. Uh, very interesting. Though the only problem I have is I noticed when I jumped into the game, my screen, it looks like it was cutting off some stuff. So I'm like, oh, the screen is stretched. Let me just jump into settings and fix that. I don't know why I have to do this with certain games sometimes. I think my Xbox is registered to like an old TV. So I went ahead and yeah. fixed I went ahead and fixed that. I actually did that with the PlayStation 4 and the Wii U and fixed everything to because I had to take my took the TV that came with my apartment down. Because I wanted to move that into the bedroom because it was a really old TV and it wasn't that big and the picture wasn't that crisp. So I took my TV, which was a Samsung that I got like two years ago, put that on the wall. Everything looks beautiful now. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. And the sound's a lot better because the old TV, like the sound was kind of crackling. I'm like, you know what, when I'm watching TV, I don't have to worry about that. But when I was playing games, it got to a certain point and literally it would be like... <laughs> And I'm like, Ugh. so, um, but I don't have a stand for that TV right now because it was just mounted to the wall and my Samsung stand won't work with a LG stand. And I found out the LG stand is like a hundred bucks if I want to get it, like to just mm. put it in the bedroom to watch TV. And I actually checked with the apartment complex. Like, do you guys oh. have these stands? They're like, huh, we don't, we don't know. So I literally was just like, well, maybe I'll just find a smaller TV. Uh, when it goes cheap or something like that and just put that because I'm like really all I was doing is having my Amazon Fire Stick in there to watch like shows you know before I go to bed or something like that because um, I got back into watching X-Files because uh, trying to just come up with stuff for another podcast we'll talk about that but anyways yeah so the screen's all weird and I thought in settings they'd be like oh you can fix the screen no all it has is audio and how to play the game and I'm like what weird yeah so I guess I have to go through the actual Xbox settings to figure it out or whatnot but i was just like okay kind of weird but it's interesting it's kind of fun it really doesn't have di dialogue but it does a lot of animation with like you know it looks almost like a a well-drawn cartoon not i shouldn't say cartoon because it is kind of like 3d but it's very animated i should say um but yeah i only played a little bit of it it's like a beat-em-up you can play two players on it looks like i think you play locally and also online so uh not bad for like a free game Okay, I was going to ask, is it, is it one of the free Yeah, it's is uh, it one of the free month games, or is it one of the free free games? It's one of the free month games, so if you haven't downloaded it now, you know, go ahead and check that out before I think, you know, January once it, it wants it. Actually, it probably should be free up until, like, February something, because that's how they usually do it when they release another game in February, like the last game is still available to uh, download. So, I yeah. mean, the, I, gave, I think the game's originally, like, fourteen ninety nine because it's one of those, like, you know, just, like, Xbox games uh, that are, like, on the store. Uh, but, yeah, for a free game, it's pretty fun. I'd like to play it with two players and see how it matches up because, actually, I was playing on normal, and, actually, you get kind of overwhelmed by some of the enemies and stuff because they have guns and you only have, like, punching and stuff, but I don't know if you have a weapon or not. If you do have a weapon, then I'm just dumb and I don't know how to play games anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was interesting. But, yeah, then uh, both of us, we've been playing Borderlands. Yeah, well, b before uh, I actually played a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, Walking Dead Season 2 yesterday. <laughs> ah, okay. Now, you got it for um, Xbox One, correct? Yeah, so I ported over everything that I did from the first season, and it's made it pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I actually had kind of forgotten some of the things that I did, and they luckily did a little recap of everything. And I got to say, they definitely made the mechanics a lot better mm. in the second one from the first one. Okay. I don't know if you noticed they changed it a little bit. Uh, um, honestly, I don't know because when I beat the first season, I played it on 
360. Mm, and then right. it then the new one came out that was free download for Xbox One, so I did download it again. I was like, yeah, I'll play through this again. And then I have Season 2 for PlayStation 4, but it's also kind of like, well, it doesn't matter what I do because nothing's going to transfer over, so... Well, what they've what they've added, and I don't think I only played the first couple sections of the first chapter, but they added in um, like dodging. So, it, say Clementine's running in in a direction, and all of a sudden there's a zombie. It'll be like, quick, go to the right, innovate, or go to the left, or go back, or something oh, like that. Oh, okay, kind of, yeah. Kind of like the old Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And then uh, instead of saying like, hit A to do this, hit you know, B to do this, whatever, whatever. They just have the icons for things in colors. So oh. they're heavily relying on the fact that you remember the colors for the for the buttons. Oh, so I'm screwed then because I'm colorblind. I, I think I'll check if there's a colorblind. <laughs> but, I mean, they also place them in the order of, like, the the green uh, action button is on the bottom, just like the A is. Oh, okay, so yeah. On so on. Well, I think I know those colors because, yeah, what is it? Yellow, blue, green, and red on the Xbox controller? Yeah. Okay, then I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, they make sure that you know everybody can play. <laughs> um. Okay, but okay, so okay, so everything that you made choice wise has transferred over. Affects your. So how does you affect your game? Okay, and now is this almost like the how I feel with uh, the Tomb Raider games, the new ones, where it's all like, can't this girl catch a break? <laughs> yeah, actually, towards the beginning, I, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be spoiling it because it's right at the beginning of the game, but like. You're in a, a rest stop bathroom with uh, whoever you decided Clementine would go with, and all of a sudden, some random person just goes in and like takes your. For some reason, Clementine puts her gun down. I don't know why she put her gun down and started doing whatever she's doing in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're in the stall. You're picking up this water bottle, and all of a sudden, this person comes in. They're ruffling through your stuff, and they say, "Ooh, there's a gun." And, you know, they're looking through the bathroom to see if anybody's in the bathroom because obviously there's somebody there. There's a bag. There's a gun. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I see you in the stall. Come out. And you're just like, oh, my God, Clementine, why? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another point where a bunch of people catch you in the woods and you're trying to run away from them. And they're like grabbing you by the leg. And you're like, oh, my God, they're going to like kill this child. <laughs> yeah, because I, I what I got to and I don't know how far you're in it because I haven't finished like the first um area of season two um like where you start off but i played through all that kind of stuff and things like basically i got to where there's the shack and the other people you meet finally um after the events that happen in the woods i'll leave it at that because again we don't want to be like oh this happened stuff like that but yeah like after i got done with a lot of stuff i'm just all like okay look when a guy this is what i don't get when a guy gets through shit in a video game you're like okay like shit happens to drake all the time in uncharted and you just kind of actually you find it more comical because he'll, ha- he'll be crashing, going, oh, crap, 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 you know. He kind of makes it humorous and stuff like that. But then you see women get through this shit, and they really just, I don't know what it is, if it's just because it's a woman, and I feel like, and I, it has nothing to do with me, like, oh, woman can't handle herself, I can't believe she's getting put through this. I mean, like, after the end of the first Tomb Raider game, I was like, oh, like, every time shit happens in the second game I'm playing, I'm like, did you not know what I went through in the first game? I will kill you, you know. Um, kind of thing, but I feel like, I don't know what it is with the women, with the, when they have a female, like, you know, main character and you're getting through like all this crap, I feel like, I'm just like, oh my God, can I catch one break, one insy little break, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I felt with like the second season of, uh, yeah, Walking Dead when I was playing that. I was just like, oh man, all the feels. It's kind of like, uh, did you ever see, um, not Chronicles of Riddick, what's the one that started it? Oh, uh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the the little girl that shaved her head. It's like they're going through all this crap and all this shit keeps happening, and then all of a sudden she like starts her period, and you're like, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like out of everything that could go wrong right now. Um, yeah, you're like insta trackable now. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, speaking of which, I I think we're gonna talk about that on the uh, horror podcast I do. But yeah, I was just remembering how good of a movie that was because it's like it's so different. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the Riddick stuff and everything that I think that's a kind of a cool character and everything. But like, Pitch Black was such this you know different movie from that what it became and just to be like you know like it was like a really good sci-fi kind of horror film you know and then it moved off to like this whole like action pack thing i'm like that's such a weird like jump you know like to be like they definitely pulled an alien on it but we could definitely talk about that on the on the other podcast <laughs> yeah no 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 yeah no but but then again but it worked out for alien 
or aliens, I should say. Um, but yeah, so Going back to Pitch Black. Have you played the game Pitch Black? I, the problem I had with the Pitch Black game is um, I like the idea, like the Chronicles of Riddick thing, but I don't know why they had to put it in first person. Yeah, that makes sense. It's I the, thought it was for some reason. I thought it was in third person. No, it was a first person game, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool and stuff. But I'm all like, with you sneaking around and trying to look over your shoulder and try to figure out where guys are and stuff, because that's what that game is basically is you living in the shadows and stuff. I feel like to do like a like a th- like almost like a Metal Gear Solid and not like make it like Metal Gear Solid, but meaning like third person kind of game. Um, I think would have been like a ten times better. Yeah, it's been so long since I played that. Wow. I had my old Black Elite still when I was playing that game. <laughs> and I think I never beat it because there was a part where you have to go against these mechs or whatever, and you're supposed to go past them without like triggering them because they pretty much beat the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I could never get past them. But I think it was my fault because I put it on like the hardest difficulty. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, again, because I remember they made one for the Xbox, the original Xbox, and then another one came out for the 360, and which was funny because they kind of coincide with the movies, I guess, too. Like it was a little bit of a backstory of like how Riddick got to where he got in one game, and then and something else. So I'm like, it was a great idea, it was a cool idea. I just felt like, oh man, this would have been like I think ten times better if you played in like third person, you know, and been like able to do more stuff, like almost like Assassin's Creed things, like jump on boxes, jump down, just like stab guys and shit like that. Like, don't get me wrong, Mirror's Edge was very good at like doing that kind of motion running in first person, but uh, it's a lot. You were sneaking all the time. Yeah, but it's like it's a lot difficult to try to do that kind of stuff. It was cool that they put the old Xbox version on the 360 version with yes. the other one so that you could have two games for one. Yeah, that was a really cool idea. But yeah, so um yeah, I do remember those those games. Those are I got to like dive back in. I think people should just send That's what I I, I don't think they should send us. I think it would be kind of cool if people would send us games to review that we haven't played in a while. And, to, nice. and then try to do like a video thing, like you know, like we sit there and we're playing, like you know, it's like because there's actually like because I have you know I have an old school Nintendo system, but there's been plenty of Nintendo games that either I forgot if I played them or haven't played them, and I think it would just be great for just to get like some of these things and be like, what the hell is this, you know, kind of stuff. But I've got some some old games too that I haven't touched in a while, and a lot of 360 games, especially like uh, Fear. I don't know if you remember playing those. No, I actually always wanted to pick those up. Oh my gosh, you should play Fear. They scared the crap out of me. Like, you think, oh, I can handle it. I love horror. I love all these horror movies and Mm -hmm. so on and so on. And then you're going through it, and all of a sudden it's like throwing all this shit at you, and you're like, oh my god, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, that is exactly like uh, Evil Within. Yeah. I picked that up. I did. And I pulled it in and started playing. I'm like, okay. And then right off the bat, it like all this shit happens, and you're like, I can't catch a break. I think the, I haven't even touched it since I got it at a certain point. I know I'm gonna dive back into it, but it literally got to the point where I'm like hiding in a locker from this weird, crazy like chainsaw wielding guy, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, you know. But yeah, it does happen with that where you're just all like, oh yeah, I got this. I can handle this. I can. Ah! You're just like screaming with the game. Yeah. I was almost done with the first Fear game. The only reason, because I think you were able to port over Fear 1 to Fear 2 to Fear 3. Okay. But the only reason I never beat the first one was because I ran into this glitch where I jump off a helicopter, go into this area where you're supposed to shoot a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, as soon as I jump off the helicopter, I fell through the building and, like, was in the virtual space of nothingness. But, like, all of the buildings were floating above me for some reason. <laughs> So I was like, okay, let me just restart everything and go back. So I restart everything, go back, and it says, your save is corrupt. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> and so somehow I got it to work again. I get to that part, jump off the helicopter, go in to shoot everybody. And for some reason, nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm like trying to shoot everybody, but the bullets are just going through people. And everybody's just like huh, there's a person going through here, but we're just going to ignore them. <laughs> oh, man, I love stupid game. Well, that's that's what kept happening with Batman uh, Arkham Origins. Uh, I kept, I literally had to play that game like three times. Wow. Because I got to a certain point and it kept corrupting my game and stuff like that. And then when I finally got it to work, I finally realized that I was literally 20 minutes away from beating the game. Oh, that's so. I literally played through the game like three, 
yeah, two times it got corrupted, and then the third time it finally worked. And then after I got to that point, I was just like, okay, look, Origins, I've already said this, not the greatest Batman Arkham games. Of course, it wasn't even done by the, the it was done by the side committee of, you know, the Rock City games, but I, I was, when I tell people about it, I'm like, dude, your best friend is just to go online, watch the cutscenes, because the story is really good. They did a good job of the story, but everything else was just really bad on that game, and it was really glitchy and buggy. Like, I'm pretty sure you throw it in now, it probably has all the patches and everything fixed for it, but I'm like, don't even waste your time with it. After, you know, after you play, like, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and now the new one, Arkham Knight, I'm like, Arkham Origins is like this redheaded stepchild that you just kind of, like, <laughs> toss to the side and be like, yeah, no thanks. Okay, question. This is probably going to piss me off. Mm -hmm. you, so you, I already know you've beaten Arkham Asylum, yes. I assume, being the Batman fan that you are. Yes. <laughs> I am at the Poison Ivy boss fight. Okay. How close to the end am I? Ooh, it's been a while since I played that. Let's see. You're going to do that... Honestly, I think you're pretty much almost close to being done because I'm trying to I'm trying to remember stuff, but not like give away anything. So let's see. I know you do that one, and then you get the uh, whatever you're looking for with her. Mm -hmm. um, and then I believe, yeah. Then I think you just, yeah. I think at that point, I think I was done with that, and then basically I was like, okay, let me see all the side steps, all the side quests that I need to do uh, before I finish uh. this game. So I went through and did all those, and then I think, yeah, I think so you're almost, I think you're almost done with that, because I think, yeah, she was like the second to last boss battle, I think. Oh, that sucks balls. Right. <laughs> I technically haven't beaten Arkham Asylum because I can't beat her. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I had some difficulty, and then I found out some dumb thing. It, it's going to piss you off when you figure this out. There's like the quick battering thing. Yeah. So basically, like, what I was trying to do was aim and throw it, and then every time I do that, like, she would hit me, I didn't have a chance. I'm like, what the heck? So finally, I think if, like, Batman's staring at what you need to hit, and you quickly do, like, I think it's the right trigger, if you have the batterings equipped, like, he'll just quickly throw it. So you want to do that, yeah. that, that, and then, like, she comes, like, as soon as I figured that out, I was like, really? Like, I was spending, like, because I got my ass handed to me by her a couple of times. I was like, okay, there's no way to beat this. How? What's going on? And then I realized, like, oh, that's right. There's the quick battery. Because you don't even think about it. Because usually when you're throwing a battering in that game, you're, like, up on a ledge. You aim. And you're like, okay, I'm going to knock this guy down. And then you're going to swoop in, do all this kind of cool stuff. It's like you haven't really been in close combat. There, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw my batterings, you know, kind of thing. Um, <sighs> I feel so stupid. No, don't, because it took me a while. In fact, it's like I even have, I even have, basically I have all the player's guide for the Arkham games, too. Oh, nice. Because I – and it, it pisses me off. Like, we're going off on a tangent now, but Arkham City, I got the collector's edition one. Really cool thing. Opened it up and came with these prints that had, like, the villains. So it was all, like, that cool, like, white, and then just certain colors were highlighted. So, like, the Riddler would have, like, his cane was green or Catwoman. Oh, yeah, you got the statue, too? I have the statue. No, I didn't get the statue because I oh, just okay. got the – I didn't get the collector's edition game. I just got the collector's edition um, player's guide. You want the statue? <laughs> I would love the statue. I mean, I basically have the stuff from the first collector's edition just because my brother was working at Bookman's and someone traded that stuff in. And he's just like, happy birthday kind of thing. I was like, all right, so I have the battering and stuff. But, um, yeah, so I, I can't find these prints now. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm like, and I'm, I'm actually like, I don't want to, I know I don't have to worry about she listening to this, but my ex, I'm all like, if she fucking took those after we, she dumped my ass, I'm going to be pissed. I got ones for like the Arkham Knight ones that are really cool, and I want to figure out where I can frame them and put those ones up. But I was all like, those ones were really cool because it was like all the white, and then it, like it just had like certain colors that were highlighted. Like Batman was just like Batman, and his like knuckles were just you know with the red with the blood and stuff. You're like, okay, cool, you know. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, damn it, because I did get that with the Fallout 4 player's guide. I got like little prints of like attributes stuff that they did, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, my collectors for uh, Bioshock 2 came with, like, a giant vinyl of all the music and then, like, little posters that you could put up. Oh, that's awesome. Super cool. And oh. then the, the hardcover book also had, like, art the art of Bioshock and oh. it had, like, nice gold foil on the front. Yeah, actually, I really like those. Actually, I think I have a couple of those, like, the artwork. I think I got uh, Mass Effect and I think I have, um, what is it called, Gears of War. Nice. So, and those were actually just like a fluke. Like I bought the player's guide because I was like, oh, this one's on sale, you know, and I bought it and get home. I'm like, oh, there's the player's guide and I get an art book. Oh, really cool. Like it wasn't even like planned kind of thing. The, um, the Bioshock, oh, for Bioshock Infinite, I also got the collectors for that one. That one didn't come with any posters or anything, but I did get the key. Oh, you know, okay. The key that has the, the bird on one side and the cage on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's like it's like maybe three inches long. You could like jab someone in the eye with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, speaking of Bioshock, I know we're going off on everything, but those uh, those uh, pop vinyl things. I've been noticing that they have the Songbird now. They have the Big Daddy now. Like. Um, They've been like uh, basically pop vinyl. It's funny. I was thinking about. It. I have a couple of pop vinyls. I think I have like nine of them right now. But most of them, I just realized I never purchased one for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten some for gifts, but every one has either come in like a, one of the boxes I subscribe to, or I've gotten as a gift. So it's like, wow, well, I haven't really bought one. But seriously, every time I see them, I'm just like, man, they, they keep trying to take my money. It's like, and I'm not even trying to build like a set. I'm just like, there's certain ones I'm like, oh, I gotta have that one. Oh, I want that one. Oh, this one, you know. Those pop vinyls are seriously like crack. I have friends who have just like a room dedicated to pop vinyl, and I'm like, what are you doing with them? Are you just staring at them? <laughs> yeah, like it's weird because I have some of them I've opened. Uh, actually, I have like four of them at work that are open. I have like two different Deadpools, one in the blue, one in the red. Then I got a Slimer, and then I have uh, Batman from Arkham Knights, actually. My brother got me for Christmas. So I was like, okay. But it's like I've been just bringing some of them into work because I have this huge desk at work. Like, people come over to my desk, they're like, oh my god, I have, like, a Batman poster up. I actually have your artwork of uh, the Stormtrooper uh, in the uh, uh, samurai outfits, like, put up. Like, I have, like, all this, like, stuff put up, like, people have given me and things like that. And people just come over and be like, well, your desk is awesome. I'm like, I have all this space, and I don't need it. So I'm just, like, filling it with random shit that I get from boxes and stuff from Loot Crate <laughs> and Arcade Block. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring this in and stuff, so... Um, but yeah, that's just funny with the pop finals is just like, ah, oh, damn it, you know. And then I think I even got one of a character from, I think it was Evolved, like in one of the boxes. Oh, yeah. Somebody sent me a Kylo Ren. So I have Kylo Ren and uh, who else? Kylo, Boba, and a Stormtrooper at work. Oh, okay, cool. And then somebody else gave me a Cthulhu. Cthulhu hangs out by my kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I ended up uh, doing that for uh, my co-host on uh, Herbie podcast because I saw they had the Cthulhu pop vinyl. And I was like, oh, sweet, I'll get that, you know. So she actually has that at her desk at work, which is funny. And it's funny because people come over like, what's Cthulhu? Like some people won't know. And one guy, this is one – man, I'm really going off on a tangent right now with all That's this so stuff. That's good. <laughs> uh, the one, this one guy at work, he's kind of a dick. Um thinks he's like God's gift to the world or something like that. But you really look at him like, um, okay, unless, unless you're like the state puff marshmallow kind of God, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was all like, what's Cthulhu? And she mentions it, says what it is, you know, it comes, you know, from, you know, HP Lovecraft, you know, and things like that. And then he's just like, Oh, I don't understand that. So you must be a hipster. I'm like, okay. What? I'm like, so anything you don't understand that only makes everybody a hipster. I'm like, you're, yeah. you're retarded. He's one of those guys. But, oh, well, I'll just ignore him. Yeah, no, I, 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 actually, I do, I, I do. It's, it's just funny when he. It's just great with people working with people. It's great. Um, uh, but anyways, we've been playing. Uh, we've been playing Borderlands too. Yeah, I think we played for like three or four hours. Yes. Um, I feel I'm very ill-equipped in this game right now, and it's trying to. Re- I'm trying to remember everything, like how to do everything again. But the cool part is, we did figure out that you can transfer your characters over, which is awesome. Um. You don't get your achievements, but I think there's a glitch with the achievements because, like, literally, I went from 18 to 19, and then he gave me the achievement for, like, you've reached level 10. I'm like, yeah, that was a while ago. Um, I got that, too. I, I leveled up from 24 to 25, and then all of a sudden it's like, achievement for level 5, achievement for level 10. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where were these, like, a bunch of levels ago? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think there's, like, there's that's the only, like, I think problem with it i think they even said like your achievements won't transfer over but it i think you can get those early achievements pretty easy if you just like start a new game and start your character over again or whatnot but um yeah actually i started a new game because i was actually getting somebody to play it with me because i was like oh this is a pretty fun game i was like well i don't want to restart you know from i don't want to ruin the game that i was playing because you and like i'm like i'm trying to get that character up to your level so it can be a little bit more evenly matched and fun and stuff like because you're like i'm only getting one xp from these things Yeah, and 2XP from those uh, gold rock dudes. Yeah, and I was all like, sorry. Um, But we were playing it, and I I just like, well, let me pick a character that I haven't played before. So I picked the Psychopath. He's fucking horrible. Like horrible to play or horrible good? Like, he's horrible. Like, okay, he's just like a normal character and everything else, but his special, I think, is the worst thing in the world. Cause is like it you, like a berserk mode? Yeah, you do it as a berserk mode, but like literally it's like – and I accidentally would hit it sometimes. I'm like, oh, crap. You can't turn it off. Um, I'm trying to kill things, and then you get gunned down like immediately. Like you don't get any like kind of perk of like, oh, let me be invincible for a little bit and try to take as many guys as possible. Like I died like multiple – like I died a lot 
playing these characters, I'm going like, I don't remember sucking this much at this game. I'm like... You probably need, like, two or three other people to play with you to be the psycho. That's what I'm thinking. Because the siren, I can play through the game by myself. But the game is a little bit hard. That's why I stopped playing it by myself. It's definitely more of a multiplayer game. No, it really is, because that was like me. I think I played as my uh, my Mecromancer up until, like, when you have to try to save... Um, I'm going to forget the guy's name, but the soldier from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it got to that first part where you had all the robots, and that took me forever. And I was playing by myself. I'm like, oh, my God. And that's when I kind of stopped playing after that, going, like, I need another person for this. I'm like, I was doing fine. Then I got to this point, and I'm just like, holy crap kind of thing. And I think that's how it is in my first game, too, because I think I'm, like, level 25 with my Siren in Borderlands 1. And I think I just stopped playing because my brother and I stopped gaming, and other people stopped gaming with that game. And you get to a certain point going like, geez, man, you really need like other people for half this stuff. I'm like, you can go it alone, but it's going to be hard. Yeah. Maybe we'll go back to the first one later because that one has a really good story. And you can also and play it on Xbox One now. Yeah, yeah. Backwards tra- compatibility. Yeah, just transfer everything <laughs> over. So, um, Did we want to jump into some gaming news? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I just found a couple of things I thought was interesting, but uh, whatever you want to hit, we can go for that. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I just saw this. I don't know if you saw the link that I posted, but piranha plants are the new roses for Valentine's Day. Oh, are they? Yeah. We're making a – nerds and geeks are making a comeback, and everybody wants to give piranha plants instead of roses. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's awesome. I would actually actually want that. Actually, I think at the Nintendo World Store, which actually is becoming something new soon, but they have actually those the little piranha plants, like a single one or whatnot, but that's free. So this shows you how to make them? Yeah, it's a whole DIY um, using felt and cotton and a whole bunch of other things, or you could do it however you want, you know. You're free to be you. <laughs> that would be actually really kind of cool. So I'm seeing all these different ones that they made with the felt, which is really kind of cool looking. Uh, that would be really cool if they made ones where it looks like the fire spitting out of some of them. Oh, yeah, or the undead piranha plants. Oh, yeah. That would be super cool. That would be cool. I, okay, so all you ladies out there that want me to cook for you, just get me one of these. <laughs> um, let's see some other news. Fallout, That's actually really cool. Uh, one of the Fallout devs is interested in making a sequel to Fallout 4. Yes, um, I saw that where it was uh, – so it's the same – this is the same team that did Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, Obsidian Entertainment, and they're actually part of the original team of the original – fallouts i believe somebody don't don't chastise me for that <laughs> yeah um i think it's a well this is what ubi software does they always have like two different teams building two different games at two different times so then like that's how they were so able to be like here's this game here's this game here's this game every year um i mean i think it's a great idea if they want to do that it might give the people who made fallout 4 to start working on the next elder scrolls then yeah i mean if, if they did do this, it would kind of be like Call of Duty Syndrome, where it's like Treyarch releases one, then Infinity Ward releases one, and back and forth and back and forth. But, I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing, because he's saying he wanted to do, like, Fallout New Orleans or something. Ooh, that'd be kind of interesting. That would be really cool, because then you'd, like, utilize boats more, and you'd be more in, like, irradiated water and stuff. Ooh, yeah, that, that would actually be... I like that idea. That's actually kind of cool. Ooh, giant irradiated crocodiles. Ooh, shit. Yeah, instead of like, uh, instead of having, what was it, the death claws, it'd be like these crazy, like, mutant crocodile things now. Um, yeah, and, and they could do like a side story that's like something to do with voodoo witches and stuff, since they did the, the uh, Salem thing. Yeah, that, oh, we just wrote, Bethesda, we just, we just, <laughs> give us money. We just, we just made, we just made your game. Um <laughs> Oh, that would be so cool. That'd be the worst part, though, is they go ahead and do that, and then they do, and everything we just said, they don't implement any of that, and everyone's all like, I kind of like the Arcade Bros idea. That was actually kind of good. Um, yeah, and instead of sweet rolls, they could have beignets that are irradiated. <laughs> crawfish, crawdads. Oh, yeah, crawfish. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine battling one of those instead of having the, uh, the oh, what are they called, the weird... The Marlurks. Yeah, the Marlurks. It's like some weird like crawfish kind of beast. Oh man, that would be insane. They they would have to implement some kind of like underwater something scene. They were gonna do it in Fallout Four because they somebody found a gun that was supposed to go underwater mm-hmm. that had like the the bubble animations, but they never. I don't, maybe it's gonna be part of the DLC or something. But yeah, that is true. Okay, so did anyone figure out like if you go into the water with your suit, um, if there's no way you can get out, is there any way you can get out of the water with your suit, or do you just have to abandon that suit? 
You either have to abandon it or you have to keep walking until you get out. You can't jump. So why won't they let you jump in water? Because the suit's heavy. Uh, but you can jump with the suit outside of water. I know, right? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sense. okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to like, I'm just like, I don't get the logic. You know, you make me. It's like it would be completely different if like you're wearing the suit, you can't jump on land. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. I can't jump in the water. I get that, but you're Poss- like, possibly, and this is just me suspending the disbelief. Uh-huh. Possibly, there's some kind of mechanism that only works on land that takes the air. So when you jump. It pushes the air under you mm. to make you jump. And because, I mean, there is air in water, but it's very minimal. Okay. The water the water molecules make it hard for it to catch the air molecules to, to make you jump in the water. Raven just dropped some science. That's not even smart science. That's just me saying words. <laughs> uh, I will say this, though. Okay, you know how you can put a, like a rocket pack kind of like on your suit? And, you know, have that little flying kind of thing in the um, – I've seen, like, the videos of it. I haven't done it yet, obviously. Um, why don't they make, like, a kind of like a like a pack like that but with, like, you know, propellers and stuff like that? There's probably a mod for PC. But I was just Cause like – Because the regular rocket pack wouldn't work because what it needs to spark the flame is wet. No, 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 but I'm just saying, like, like I wouldn't say put the rocket pack in the water, but I'm saying, like, yeah, they have a rocket pack thing. Like, someone can actually build, like, something with propellers. So then when you're in the water, you're like, okay, I can leave now, and you can kind of move towards, like, an area where you can actually get up. And so I'm just – look, if you guys are going to do a new DLC and it's going to be taking place underwater, that's an idea. There you go, Bethesda. I'm helping you out here. <laughs> you don't even have to pay us. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> you, can even just, you can even just call the propeller pack, like, Scuba Steve, and I'm fine. Yeah, because then people can be like, "Damn you, Scuba Steve!" Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I'm 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 all for that. I think I like when they kind of do stuff like that, where it's all like, you know, it takes place in the same kind of year and everything that's going on, but just in a completely different area of the world, you know. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, any other gamer news you want to? Um. Yeah. Actually, this was interesting. So I know they did this for Valentine. I mean, not Valentine's Day. They did this for Halloween in Destiny. They didn't do anything for Christmas, which I was very kind of surprised, but it looks like they're doing a thing where, like, a little uh, certain missions is coming up. They're doing, like, whatever for uh, a Valentine's Day thing during the, uh, I guess it's called Crimson Day. It begins February 9th uh, and runs for one week is, like, some new stuff that will happen during, uh, what's it called, during the Valentine's. I, it's To me, I just think it's weird. I'm like, we're at war. And... Crimson Day sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> But on the bright side, there'll be a bunch of new armor sets that you can get. It looks like it's a lot of, ch- which is weird with Destiny. And I shouldn't say weird with Destiny, but it's kind of cool with Destiny. Destiny's doing a lot of like almost medieval kind of stuff now. Like all their armor looks very like it's like chainmail and all this kind of stuff. So it should be interesting. We'll see what happens. Most likely, I won't be able to get any of the stuff because I haven't like. It's like I finally got what twenty five like uh, legendary marks or whatnot. I'm like, all right, I can buy legendary armor, and then I go to the store. It's like seventy five, and I'm like. Fuck my life. <laughs> that update of the main area in Destiny looks pretty cool with all the like red petals and stuff. Yeah, they did a cool one for Halloween as well. I mean, it's uh, I mean I kind of like this idea. It's kind of like I think they're trying to compete with um, Final Fantasy Online because they do that and also World of Warcraft does those kind of things during uh, certain holidays. Um, Guild it's a, Wars. Yeah, it's a yeah Guild Wars as well. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, it should be pretty interesting. And then, okay, did you have you ever played these um, games? I've never played them. I've seen videos of them, so but Five Nights at Freddy. Oh, I I haven't played them myself because I don't like the fact that you just like clicking around on things. Yeah, I didn't like that idea either. I actually thought it was going to be like kind of this cool epic kind of like okay, I'm running around this place. I got this stuff. So apparently they're making a they made an RPG. Well, the RPG I guess is out right now and I was just like was is this really something they were hammering for like They don't need to make a Five Nights. It's completely different from what it is. It's not even it doesn't even look like a horror game. It looks like a kids game. Yeah, it does. Except for the weird creepy mechanical beast at the bottom, but everyone else seems to be normal. Um, yeah, I mean, I I watched the other I watched other people play it, and I've seen all the way through to the end of the games, and I know how they end and stuff. Yeah, me too. This, they should have just left it at that. Um, I mean, I did like the idea that I I don't know if it's still rumor or speculation. I know they were talking about a Five Nights at Freddy movie, and a of course who almost were I don't know if they're still attached to it or if they're even 
again, this could have been just rumors and speculation, but apparently the animatronics were going to be built by Jim Henson Company, which I was like, I could be on board with that. Um, that would be super rad. Instead of them doing like a CGI kind of, you know, BSing, like actually bringing real life things to that. So I'm like, I'm all down for a Five Nights at Freddy movie. I think that would still be kind of cool and interesting and stuff like that. Because, um, I mean, technically you can pretty much go anywhere you want as long as you keep that. You know, it takes place in this creepy pizza parlor and everything like that. But unless the entire movie is first person, you're just clicking things, and I'd be kind of pissed. Uh. <laughs> well, it would have to go between the pizza place and uh, that one kid's house. Because oh. the I think the fourth one is in the kid's house, and he's, yeah. like, trying to hide right before his birthday party. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what it would. could make a really cool – if they got – I don't. Wes Wes Craven's not alive, is he? No, Wes Craven. Wait, is it Wes Craven or is it? Yes, Wes Craven, I believe, was the one who passed away. If Wes Craven was alive, he could have writ, wrote this movie, and it would have been amazing. Yeah, um, I know Matthew was playing this. Apparently, uh, this game called Ark. Um, apparently it's been on PC for a little bit and the beta has been on Xbox. A lot of people have been saying how crappy the Xbox one version is just because it can't match up to the PC or whatnot, but apparently it's getting a split screen co-op thing, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, not too many games do that anymore. Oh yeah. I think I saw a report where like the graphics are crappy and the play, like everything else is crappy, but everybody still likes it and they want to play it. So, um, then, uh, yeah, Nintendo Next rumors. Um, I thought that was actually kind of interesting. Um, now, these, again, rumors, speculations, all this kind of stuff. I just don't want the video to play. Because, honestly, I felt kind of bad. Like, I watched a little bit of this video, and I was like, ah, okay, are gaming, are, are pretty girls trying too hard to impress us with uh, the gaming stuff? And don't get me wrong, I think she knows what she's talking about, what she's doing, everything like that, but how she presented the news just all like, <laughs> and I'm like, look, I know plenty of women who game and stuff like that, and they can talk about games, and they can talk about it just like a normal human being. They don't have to, like, try to jazz it up for me or whatnot, be like, I'm a pretty girl, I'm into games. I'm like, to me, it just makes me think, like, you're not playing a game. You don't, you've never touched a video game system in your life um, when you act like that. You're just trying to be like, tits. <laughs> yeah, basically, kind of thing, which, don't get me wrong, I don't mind tits or whatnot. But, yeah, apparently um, a couple of the rumors that came out was talking about, like, um, Okay, very interesting report. This is uh, some guy who, I guess, just the Ninto, Nintendo's next. Um, may, uh, I'm trying to read all this stuff when it's all like the small screen. Uh, may work with smartphones, PCs, and even rival consoles such as the PlayStation 4. Hmm. Um, of course, they said, I think they, they talked about maybe two consoles getting released. One actually being a handheld console being released earlier on... Later this year, um, for like probably two hundred dollars or stuff like that, and then the, oh, there we go. Okay, no, I don't. videos over there. No, it's some stupid like advertisement pops up. I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I hate going to certain sites because they just have ads. Um, but yeah, so they talked about different stuff like that, where like maybe a po possibility the next console coming out within the early next uh, 2017. Uh, one dropping at the end of this year or something like that. So there will be a new, I guess, handheld unit and a new uh, unit or whatnot. But I don't know. Nintendo's looks like Nintendo's planning big things and other rumors that also came out with Nintendo news, such as uh, Netflix uh, and Nintendo were in talks with possibly a live-action Legend of Zelda series. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, don't know if that's still on the table. Are these, again, rumors, speculations? And then they also talked about that Nintendo wanted to get into making animes as well with their Nintendo characters. So Nintendo, I think, is maybe taking their franchise and going, you know what, let's do some Disney shit. Let's expand, you know, um, which is, I mean, good for Nintendo. I mean, they have the... They have the money and the backing and the fandom and everything. Yeah, so, and I know a lot of people always throw Nintendo, like, out nowadays. Like, oh, screw Nintendo, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, you know, if Nintendo wasn't around, none of these consoles would be here these today kind of thing. Um, exactly. We would probably be stuck on the Atari. <laughs> and, the one, and the biggest thing I always tell people, like, a bunch of the PlayStation fans who hate Nintendo or something, I'm like, actually, if it wasn't for Nintendo, PlayStation would have never come to be because Nintendo and PlayStation were in talks to make a console together like Sony. Yeah, people forget their roots. Um, but yeah, they just want to hate everything. <laughs> that, is, that is that is pretty true. But um, yeah, I'm trying. I to posted this uh, news just for you. Okay, so oh, this news. The yeah, I saw this. Why Square Enix? Square Enix has a reason. The reason they're releasing remakes and episodic games is because they've lost all faith in consoles. Remember how we went? I think it was Matthew and I went on the whole spiel about how they just want to boost profits. Uh huh. It's totally true. They're 
they're not getting much back from their consoles and they're not getting much from like the big name title games. So they're trying to figure out, okay, how do we make more money? Oh, let's take some old popular game that everybody loves, chop it up into pieces and we'll make even more money. Okay. Well, how's this for you, Square? Why don't you make a decent RPG for once in your life now? I mean, you guys used to be great. You guys used to be the top notch of RPG making, okay? You started out with, you know, Nintendo and then you boast on to PlayStation. Like you guys, you guys like if I got a Square uh soft, you know, RPG, I was going to be doing that thing for a while, okay? There was no other game I was purchasing at that time. I'd be picking that up. Heck, I didn't even know what half these games were when you first saw them. You're just like, it's got Square soft on it i'm buying it and the kind of thing and then i don't know what happened you guys just really lost your way like you've released a couple of rpgs that i was like what the heck is this you know kind of thing yeah apparently they're being super cautious about funding big triple a games especially single player experiences because they really don't want to lose money mm-hmm. and uh they reportedly canceled several titles due to lack of faith in the market and instead of began they began looking for other ways to pull in money doing the episodic releases so basically they're being scared little bitches. <laughs> Sounds like it. So is and this why – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying like if, if they just – you know, you can't make money without putting in money. You got to put in some money. I'm not saying put all your money into everything, but like you don't have to put everything out all at once. Yeah, like they the... did that in for PlayStation 3. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like look, uh, look, look at Bethesda. Bethesda like releases a game – like let's see. I think they released earlier the, that last year, their first game they released, but it was already out on PC. They didn't release it for console until later was Elder Scrolls Online. And the next game they released that year was Fallout 4. They only released, I would say, probably two games that year. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're doing fine. Okay, I mean, you drop the you drop the Tomb Raider game, the one year Square Enix, and I thought it was a fantastic game. But now you guys are dropping this year is you drop the I mean last year you dropped the next Tomb Raider game, and then plus already I it's gonna be earlier this year. They're, aren't they dropping like the remake of that Exxon whatever some weird humanoid game? I forget what it's called. Yeah, they need to chill with the remakes and focus that money on the big AAA titles. Make something new. I feel like ever since uh, Lost Odyssey for Xbox 360, uh-huh. ever since that RPG came out, they were like, oh, this RPG is really good. Let's like not release anything because of that one. And Lost Odyssey was only for 360. It was never for PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, like the only other games they've released... Well, they're releasing like a more... That's the other problem. You're releasing all these Final Fantasy games. And don't get me wrong, I love Final Fantasy, but Final Fantasy 13 when that shit came out, what the fuck were you guys thinking? That was the most linear... <laughs> The first Final Fantasy should have been the final Final Fantasy. <laughs> like that's why it's called Final Fantasy. They had no money, and they were like, "Well, we'll just put all our money into this game," and then it became a hit. No, and I understand if you want to make sequels to a game that does well, but like, okay, honestly, okay, if you play kind of the original Final Fantasy games, they're really good. They're really epic. Final Fantasy VII, yes, was a huge key point, huge turning stone. Then you did eight. Eight to me was just a money grab. Eight came out, and I hate eight. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, eight doesn't get no. Eight is crap. If you think eight is good, you've never played a good RPG in your entire life. I'm sorry. Like to me, eight was the part where I'm just like, this game could not get any worse. And then it gets to the stupid part. Spoilers, people, if you haven't played eight yet. It gets to the stupid part where the witch is all like, I'm being controlled by another witch in another dimension. I'm all like, fuck this shit. I literally flipped my controller, threw the system out the window, and went ahead and bought an N64. End well, of they story. did that with 10 too, also. Yeah, 10 was another. 10. <laughs> yeah, 10 was another stupid bullshit thing. And then like, not actually, I love nine. I went back to Final Fantasy nine. The only problem I had with nine is I picked all magic people, and then went to a thing where magic can't be used. So I'm pretty much was stuck there and never got to finish nine. So I was like, well, fuck this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, but yeah, Final Fantasy thirteen came out, and I hated the new battle system. I thought that was horrible. Uh, they I, they and, made it like ten two. Yes. And I, I don't know why they made it like 10-2 because everybody hated 10-2. <laughs> and that was the other thing. The remakes that were making, they're like, oh, here's 10 and 10-2 together on PlayStation 4, like remastered. Like, why would I want to play this shit again? I, I could understand playing 10 again. That one was really good. And there's like a lot of side stuff that you could have done. But like 10-2, I don't – I mean, it was cool. The concept was cool. The fact that you could change your outfits – mid-battle and then it was like real time and blah 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 but 
other than that, it was a really bad game. <laughs> yeah, and then you get Final Fantasy XI, which actually I enjoyed. I know it wasn't the best like MMO that came out there. They rectify that with Final Fantasy XIV, obviously, because everyone raves about how good that one is. And that's actually a game I would like to pick up. I just don't have the money to just drop, you know, subscription feed for a game that I know that I'm going to play for maybe like three or four months at a time and pay 20-something dollars a month for something that I'm just going to look at my bill going, why the fuck am I getting charged for something I'm not even using? Um, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but 13, I hated the... Like, it was a great idea. It was kind of cool. I liked the characters, but then it got to a certain point where it's all like, guess what? You're just doing this. You're just linear throughout the entire game until you get to the final part of the game, and it's like, now you can finally do Final Fantasy stuff. Oh, you want to do side quests? Go over there. You want to do this? Go over there. But you're like... What the hell? But this you whole can, like you just play with one hand and just keep pushing X the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty well done. And then when they were like, "We're making a sequel to this," I'm like, "Why?" I don't know why people like that. They have so many friends. They're like, "Oh my god, Final Fantasy 13 is the best!" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? That game is horrible." Yeah, and I actually watched somebody like I bought it for somebody, and then I ended up getting it for the 360. I bought it for an ex and watched her play throughout the whole thing, and I got bored watching her. That was the other one I really liked was Final Fantasy 12. 12 was a good one. Yeah, that, that's the one with Vaughn, right? Yeah, Vaughn, and it had like the cool new mapping system kind of thing they did um, with like your leveling up and stuff like that. They had some cool things that were kind of like, okay, but that was – actually, I never finished that one. I should go ahead and see if I – yeah, I still probably have that one. That was for PlayStation 2? Yeah, I did beat that one, but I can't remember the ending for some reason. It's been way too long. Oh, crap. You know what? I probably don't have it anymore. I don't even know if I have any of my PlayStation 2 games. Um I'm sure you can find it anywhere. Yeah, that's another one I need to go back and play because I really did enjoy that one. But yeah, I mean, but honestly, not even going to lie, you all want to say it is what it is. Yeah, it's basically uh, Final Fantasy Star Wars. Yeah, pretty much. All cool. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> all politics. Um, you know, you got the smuggler, you got the Chewbacca kind of character, you got the no kid that's like, I want to be a space pirate, a.k.a. I want to be a Jedi kind of thing. Honestly, it's literally ripped from Star Wars. And you know what? I don't care because it was fun. It was cool. I like the hunting stuff aspect to it. They so even had the dudes in the armor that kind of look like Stormtroopers. Yeah, you, you had that. And like <laughs> even like the big bad guy was like, oh, there's the Darth Vader character. I mean, they really did kind of, I think... And Squaresoft, guess what? We all loved it. We thought it was a great game. And then you give us Final Fantasy thirteen and we're like, what the fuck was this? Like, I'm not yeah. even excited for Final Fantasy fifteen. Like, they showed, like, cutscenes. I'm like, okay, so a bunch of guys tooling around in a car. I'm like, what the – what did Final Fantasy become? It became Advent Children. Ugh. Everybody loved Advent Children. Well, the general masses loved Advent Children. So they're like, well, I guess we could dumb it down and make it look more like Advent Children and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, don't dumb it down because of everybody else. Keep it the way it is. Yeah, like, honestly, I would love to have seen a Final Fantasy movie with, like, like a brand new, like, cast of characters. It's not based off of a game or anything like that, but it literally takes place during, like, like Nine was. Like, Nine was, like, medieval times. Like Final Fantasy Spirits Within. <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible movie. <laughs> even, Alec, even Alec Baldwin can save that movie. Um, <sighs> that was a bad but yeah. it was a good concept it was cool it definitely made you think but it was pretty bad well yeah because <laughs> because everyone's it's like the last game everyone played before that came out was probably final fantasy 7 yeah and then actually. and then this movie i get, saw that in when I saw that movie in theaters, I was still a kid. Yeah, and then that movie drops, and we, you were leaving like, what the fuck was this? Like, <laughs> that, that movie actually scared the shit out of me because the ghosts going through the walls and stuff trying to kill everybody. Yeah. But, um, yeah, insane. so I guess, I guess Square Onyx, if you want to play it safe, if you really want to piss me off, who's been – you know, okay, you know why you guys are worried about it? You guys are like, oh, we're going to split this up. This is what you guys should do, and you finally actually do it this time. Guess what? Chrono Trigger, you made a second one. Finally, give us the third one. You've been in talks with it forever. You've been teasing about it. There's been even rumors every time a new console's come out, been like Chrono Trigger, the Lost Angel in Time, Chrono Trigger, like something, something. Chrono, give me another Chrono Trigger game. Guess what? You gar I guarantee you, you make a Chrono Trigger game, bring back old characters, bring back new characters, do this whole kind of cool mashup with time travel, RPG. Go back to cool RPG. None of this bullshit from Final Fantasy XIII kind of playing, okay? Like, give me a kick-ass RPG like that. Guess what? I guarantee you make over a billion dollars with that game. Yeah. I mean, I was about to say, hey, they should do another Dragon Quest uh, game, but they already did. <laughs> yeah. Actually, which is one game I did want to pick up for the PlayStation 4 because I think it's exclusively for PlayStation 4. And I'm like, I need more PlayStation 4 games. And I've been trying to find a really good RPG. I mean, granted, I have I shouldn't say that because I have Fallout 4 and I have Witcher 3. So, um, 
but I would say like old schooling RPG. I kind of miss that where you have like the turn taking, the t- turn base and stuff. Uh. This one, I, I don't know if it's going to be like the old Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest, but if you do get it, definitely I want to know about it because that is one of my all-time favorite uh, RPG series. Mm-hmm. I played so many hours into Dragon Quest Three or Dragon Warrior Three. They keep changing it back and forth. I know. But uh, that game is a ball buster. A lot of grinding, a lot of figuring it out on your own. Nothing is told to you. They don't say, hey, you got to go over here and do this. It's, hey, you got to talk to all the villagers and find all the clues and put them together. <laughs> yeah, that was like um, Blue Dragon. Yeah. Blue Dragon was Almost another exactly. game you, you had to like grind and stuff. And again, I'm not, I'm not going to call a spade a spade, but if you look at it, uh, who's the art person behind that game, Chrono Trigger and... Uh, you know, the same guy did Dragon Ball Z. Come on, people. Exactly. Guy All that, games that have his artwork are like the best. Seem to do pretty <laughs> well. I'm not going to lie. Um, I guess the only thing that I didn't even know this because I, I have, again, one of these things that I stood. Basically, I've become that meme. I shouldn't say meme or comic or whatnot where it's all like, I'll write a new video game. This is great. And then I put it back on the shelf and go, someday I will play you. <laughs> because I was all like, I looked at this, I was like, oh, right, Elder Scrolls is getting a new DLC online, the Thieves Guild, that's great. I'm like, what am I even talking about? I haven't even touched mine. I had it pre-ordered, and then I canceled it, because everybody was talking crap about it, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to get this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it should be kind of fun. That's a that's a game that I would like to let people know, because I was, um, it looks pretty enjoyable. Another guy I know who's been playing it says pretty fun and stuff, and I just like the fact that you don't have to pay on lo- like a fee for it to play online. You basically buy the game, play it. Um, the biggest problem I had, I was trying to figure out what character to pick, and then I kept hitting the wrong button, kept going back to, like, the main screen, so it's like, and then it just came down to, like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it, and then I'm like, oh, Batman Arkham Knight came out, and then I, like, uninstall Elder <laughs> Scrolls kind of thing, so I have the game, I just haven't, uh, played it, so one of these days when I, basically I think when the apocalypse finally happens, everyone's dead, I don't have to worry about bills, and I have free electricity, I probably start getting into gaming a lot more, um, Pretty much. A cool RP, uh, MMORPG that would be great for console, Guild Wars 2. I don't uh, know if you've ever played any of the Guild no, Wars series. No, I, I never. Yeah, I. it's basically you pay for the game and it's free to play. Oh, okay. All the DLC that they have, they give it to everybody so that everybody has a chance to play with everybody. Oh, that's cool. And uh, let me know if you ever want to dive into it, if you have a good PC, because I can give you my login and blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, I have uh, – can I – see, this is a problem when it comes to computer games and stuff with me. My hand cramps up with that whole stupid, like, using the W and stuff like that to running. Now, if I can impl- – You can remap. I don't think remap's going to help me or whatnot. If I can implant – if I can just play it with a controller – I think I'd play more PC games. I know I know what people says playing with the controller makes it slower on the PC. Guess what? I don't really care. If you paid a hundred and something for that ex- fancy Xbox controller, you could probably play it with the Hey, controller. look, I actually want to get that Xbox controller, but good luck finding it because I know how everybody was talking about like, oh, no one's going to spend $149 on a controller. They can't keep this controller on the shelf right now. Xbox has even said you might not be seeing this controller back on the shelves until March of this year. That's that's what they said about um, – when the N64 was going to come out, nobody's going to pay 60 bucks for a console, and everybody paid 60 bucks for a console. And then uh, 360 came out. Nobody's going to pay, uh, what was it, $150 when it came out? Or? Oh, I think you're really lowballing these uh, prices, because I think the N64 came out was 200 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 360 was like it was either three, 300. Yeah, it was either 300 or 400 or 350, something ridiculous like that. Well, they say this about everything. I mean, I mean, it's like, I mean, the only thing everyone was really honest about is like, no one's gonna pay this much for the PlayStation Move, and no one did. Um, <laughs> uh, well, the same thing happened with the Nintendo Wii. Like, everyone's like, oh, no one's gonna get into motion, you know, cat controls and stuff like that. And then that was like the number one console. So it's like, I mean, that's what I just learned with people. Like, a lot of people say no one will buy this and no one will buy that, but you never know. I mean, as soon as you told me like all the stuff you could do with that controller and map your buttons and do all that kind of stuff, I'm like, that actually sounds pretty kind of cool now, you know, kind of thing. So, I mean, it's in my wheelhouse. It's something I would like to pick up, but uh, as soon as I have a bunch of money that I can just go, uh, what I like to call it, there's the fuck me money, and then there's the fuck you money. Once I have the fuck you money where I can do whatever the hell I want kind of thing, that would be great. Yeah. I'm sure you can only find the Xbox One Elite controller online. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't have any money right now, so it's not like it's that big of a deal to me. I'm like, if it's sold out, it's sold out. I just thought it was funny, like, everyone came out, was just like, oh, they're not going to sell any of these. And, like, literally, my Christmas fee 
uh, during Christmas on Facebook was either people getting Xbox consoles, we're getting the Elite controller, PlayStation 4s. Like, I'm like, consoles did fine this year. Yeah, and they're still doing fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think it's funny because so that's the other debate I want to talk to you about. So we both agree, like you know, there's not one perfect console, um, but then there's always every time you talk about console gaming with somebody, there's always that person that comes by with the like the PC stuff, and they're like, ah, PC's better than everybody and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, it's great, but I don't have that much money to upgrade my PC to that, you know, to play some of these games that you're playing and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, if I had that kind of money and I could get, like, a brand new PC, I'd probably be doing more PC gaming than console gaming. Uh, but I just hate, like, how everyone, like... And that's why I think the best meme I saw was the Vin Diesel one's like, doesn't matter what you play on, gaming is fucking gaming, people. Exactly. I don't know. People just, people, like I always say, people just want to hate on something. <laughs> no, and that's what I realized. With the access to the internet, we were talking about this last night on uh, Socially Awkward with the new Suicide Squad trailer came out. And we were like, oh, that looks really good. And, of course, Matthew's like, yeah, hey, yeah, go online. And everyone's hating on it. Everyone's bitching and complaining. I'm like, look, I, look, you could probably make, like, a movie about the Holocaust. Like, a really, like, deep movie. Kind of like Schindler's List, you know. Something that's, like, very moving. Very, like, oh, my God. And so, and I guarantee you'll have someone be like, that movie looks like crap. That didn't really happen. You know, you're just going to have that person. It doesn't matter what the movie is. I mean, heck, I had somebody even complain about how they hated Inside Out. For the people who think the Holocaust didn't happen, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm like, really? Really? Wow. Well, that's uh, a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> I know. Such a downer. Um, but uh, no, I kid. I kid. Don't. But that's how it is. It's just people just are shitters and stuff like that. So rise above it, people. Play what you want to play. Don't give two craps about what anyone says. You know what? They hate your console. They probably hate their lives. Exactly, and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's all I really. Oh, um, actually, before we wrap up the show, we could actually give this one up. This should be a good talk about. Apparently, there was this controversial scene in the Japanese version of the Fire Emblem game that's going to be coming out uh, to America pretty soon, and Nintendo had to remove it. Apparently, it had I would say homosexual tendencies is uh, homophobic, as they said, uh, which I'm like, really. They had to remove it in Japan. No, no, Japan kept it. Coming over to America, they had to retool it. Oh, that uh, makes sense. Uh, they because... removed that scene in Pokemon where James had boobs. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. It looked like he had real implant boobs. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Pokemon got a penis. Yeah, it looks like uh, New Fire Emblem has same-sex marriage, I guess. And I guess they had to redo all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know what the problem is. I mean... What is wrong with people? I mean, you can, in Fallout, if you're a male character, you can love on Preston uh, heck, or Nick. Been, you, know what I don't, <laughs> you know what I don't get, actually? Everyone's been, like, saying, like, oh, my God, homophobics and stuff like that. Uh, does anybody remember the original Sims game? Like, yeah. you could fall in love with the same sex. In fact, we would actually design friends. This is how dick we are. We would actually design friends that we knew and just make them gay <laughs> because we were dicks. <laughs> oh my god people so i mean uh look it again it doesn't affect me at all i actually thought it would have been a really cool thing maybe make more game sales or whatnot in fact i figure if anybody could get their hands on a copy of the japanese one it'd probably sell for a shit ton on ebay now and stuff like that just because it would have that scene in it so um and it's probably not even that big of a scene it's probably like maybe two guys or two girls kissing if it offends you don't buy it yeah don't look at it don't read it whatever so, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting because I'm both like, all right, okay, again, well, we we have people censoring video, but yeah, exactly. Like you can have, like that's what I love. They jump on that, okay? They jumped on Grand Theft Auto of uh, was it San Andreas, where somebody figured out that you could get a blowjob in the game if you do all this stuff, you know? Uh, but yeah, we're having the gay sex marriage already in fallout 4 in uh mass effect like all this kind of stuff games that they and guess what i'm pretty sure the most people who were pissed off about it is because it's like a parent or a mother or somebody but like a mass effect game they're like oh well that's just space travel that has nothing to do with any of that and they have no idea what games are about so they're just finding one little piece of something and they're like well my son plays fire emblem i know this will screw him up he's gonna be making out with boys and stuff like that it's like probably not your son probably is too young to be playing Fire Emblem. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, there's a rating. There's just ratings a, on games for a reason. For a reason, but yeah. So, <laughs> I think that was a little bit more lighter of a note than uh, the last note. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. Um, Raven, of course, everyone, if they listen to this weekly, they know where to find you. But what if somebody listened to this and this was their first episode? Where can they find you? You can Google search Revenge Lover. One word, no space. And you'll find everything you need to know about me. Very nice. Also, that is her gamer tag. So if you want to see her game or everything like that, go ahead and add her as a friend. Uh, my gamer tag is, of course, School Days, S-K-O-O-L-D-A-Z-E-069 for Xbox and Wii. And the same thing for PlayStation, just remove that zero. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Arcade underscore Bros. Don't forget to check out the website at Arcade-Bros.com. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the Fern Network, and uh, I think that's going to wrap up the show. I really got nothing else to say. We're at 91 people. Nine more to go. we got to do something big for the uh, 100th episode, so no idea what we're going to do for that. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You'll uh, be the first to know. <laughs> yes, you guys will be the first to know. But until next time, kiddies, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Ah.